Hey lady, I am so freaking jazzed that you're here. My name is Emily and I am a clinical social worker deeply passionate about what's going on in between our ears. I am here to help build up your toolbox against self-doubt, social comparison, and nasty self-talk to help keep you kind to your mind. You know, we all have something going on in that noggin of ours that isn't always kind. So let's put in the legwork and flex those mindset muscles so that we can move the mountains we were meant to freaking move. Let's go. Hello, honeyhead. Hello, hello. Welcome back to the Kind Mind Project. I am super excited that you're here. First of all, happy one year anniversary to the Kind Mind Project. I launched this podcast a year ago tomorrow. So before I even jump into today's episode, today's chat with you, I want to first ask you to come back here tomorrow. Come back here to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you're listening to The Kind Mind Project. Come back here tomorrow because I have a little announcement for you. If you follow me over on Instagram, you know that this is something that I have been working on for a while. And tomorrow, on the one-year mark of this little project together, I want to finally, finally announce that to you and share that with you, what I've been working on. So come back here tomorrow so we can have that chat too. Okay, but today I really in honor of this one year of podcasting, I really sat down to think about what that beginning process was like for me and what this beginning process of this new project has been like for me. And to be honest, a lot of procrastination was involved. A lot of procrastination was involved. And as tomorrow marks our one-year mark of the Kind Mind Project, a year of sitting down to talk with you, my honey head, as we strive to sweeten what's going on in between our ear holes, right? That's something that we've been doing for a year, a year that I am incredibly grateful for. But to be honest, Home Fry, I was sitting with my foot on the brake with this project for at least a year before I launched it. I've been thinking about the Kind Mind Project for over two years now. I procrastinated starting this podcast for 50 million reasons all wrapped up into one and I know that I am not the only one that has procrastinated starting something that has been sitting on my heartstrings. What was the last thing that you procrastinated doing? Because you have, right? You've stopped yourself from doing something that you knew you wanted. So why do we do it? Why do we procrastinate? We do this for a number of different reasons, and I'm going to run through them with you, and it's going to sound like they all really run together, because they do, okay? They all play a part together. They all interact with each other, and a lot of times we procrastinate for a number of different reasons thrown into one pot as a whole, okay? So here we go. Number one, tell me if you connect with this, okay? Perfectionism perfectionism. It limits this definition of success that we have to this unrealistic standard. It cannot be obtained. We find ourselves waiting for perfection or or putting it off because we know that if we try, it won't meet those expectations. No matter how unrealistic those expectations may be, we don't even try. So we do nothing at all so that we don't have to face that imperfection itself. 
You relate to this too? Because I certainly have. I didn't want to start that podcast until I knew it was going to be perfect. And then I finally decided, I know it's not going to be perfect. I know it's not going to be perfect. And I'm going to choose to start anyway. So that's reason number one, perfectionism. Number two, fear of the unknown. Listen, knowledge is power. We know this. But knowing is only half the battle. It's followed by doing. And doing something new is drenched in unknowing. It is dripping in the unknown. We know that. But we like certainty. And we also know that this fear zone is required, but it doesn't mean that we don't stall a little bit. That we don't stay in our knowing zone to avoid that uncertainty. How many times have you procrastinated because you wanted to stay where it was comfortable? How many times have you procrastinated because you've told yourself, I don't have all the pieces yet. I don't know all the things yet. I need to stay in learning because this fear of the unknown is just too much. Amen, sister. I have two. I have two. So that's reason number two, that we choose to procrastinate or unknowingly procrastinate because of that fear of the unknown. Why else do we procrastinate? Here's reason number three. Have you ever found yourself saying, I'll do it later? I'll do it later. I'll find a time later. Listen, people make different decisions for what will impact them in the immediate future than what will impact them down the road. We've talked about this before. We are a species that is tempted by immediate reward. We are tempted by immediate satisfaction, the easy and the satisfying, which makes it extremely easy to say, well, I'll do that later. That project can wait because I don't have all the pieces together yet. I'll do it when I have more time, more money, more connections, more knowledge. And again, we find ourselves waiting. How many times have you told yourself that, right? I can think of a handful of occasions where I'm like, yeah, you know what? I've said I'll do it later. I'll do it later. And then later never comes. Later never comes because we're always in the now, right? So that's three. Four, working on small tasks because they're easier. And that's just the truth, right? The immediate hassle of having to wait for payoff doesn't seem worth the unknown future benefits, right? So the easy task, we still get the satisfaction and we put out less effort, We blind ourselves with the easy tasks that we have some reasoning to put off the big ones. Well, I have this task right here that would be immediately satisfying, so I'm going to put off that big one that I won't get the immediate satisfaction of and just do this small task right here. I'll still be satisfied. I'll still have completed something, but that big task, that big goal, that thing that we really want is still going to be waiting for us waiting for us to finally tackle it in spite of not getting that immediate satisfaction. Number five, you experience a lack of motivation. A lack of motivation. Listen, motivation comes in waves. We know that motivation just doesn't come spewing out of our butthole, right? If you are able to clearly see how your work connects to your interests and your goals, You are so much more likely to value your work and be motivated to invest your energy into it, right? When we have this clear backing of why we want that thing at the end of the tunnel and what it's going to do for us and the picture that we can paint of it, we are so much more likely to be motivated to work and invest your energy into it. But when you're not seeing that forward motion, 
right? You're not seeing that progress. It's hard to want to keep pushing. And it's a lot easier to put it off. We have all found ourselves in that place. Man, I feel like my motivation is just going down because I'm not seeing the progress that I want to see. I'm not seeing the forward motion that I want to see. And this is when that reminder of how it's connected to our interests, to our goals, to our future, whatever that is, where we need to make that picture that much more clear so we can make that motivation rise again. Motivation does not just appear. Motivation is created. So we need to create it. But in procrastination station world, right, we're going to experience this lack of motivation. And that's going to make it a hell of a lot easier to slow down, to put our foot back on the brake, to put it off and put it off and leave it on the back burner. So that's five. Lack of motivation. Number six, you are unclear of how to get started. You don't know where to begin or, or what it takes to do the thing that you've been wanting to do. You don't know the steps. And you use that as a reason to keep your foot on the brake. You know who does have the answers, though? I'll tell you. Google. You know, this podcast, I'm going to be honest, dude, this podcast started with a freaking Google search. I didn't know the answers. I still don't know all the answers, but you know who did? Google. I didn't know all the steps, but Google did. I didn't have all the answers, but Google did, right? You may not have all the steps or the answers or even know where to begin, but that is not an excuse to procrastinate beginning. Number seven, this one goes real basic and real obvious. You ready? You often get distracted. Our lives are, are busy. Sure, we have a lot of moving parts and commitments and everything is constantly changing. I hear you. I do. But we let that throw us off course. We get distracted and we stay distracted until we're confused of how we even got there, how we even let that time pass, right? So maybe this procrastination has been coming from being distracted in the first place, not having as much intention behind our time, not having as much organization behind our time management. Maybe we're being distracted without even knowing it. And that causes the procrastination. That causes the foot to go on the break over there of the thing that we really want to do. Number eight, you know the task will require effort and hard work. How much more obvious can we get, right? I know it's going to be hard. I know it's going to be hard and I don't feel like I can put in the effort. Working on long projects or new habits or big changes takes a lot of effort. We know what it's going to require of us, and we don't believe that we're in a place to commit that effort or that work right then. This goes back to, you know, maybe I'll have more time later. Maybe I'll have more energy later, more money later. But we know what it's going to require of us right now, and we don't believe that we're able to commit to that right now. Notice how so many of these reasons for our procrastination go hand in hand. You know it's going to take effort while simultaneously believing that there will magically be a better time and those easy tasks need your immediate attention right now and they'll make you feel better with their immediate reward. They're all, they just like to, you know, come together, work together to convince you not to do that thing, to convince you to keep putting it off. So how can we beat them? 
How can we beat all the reasons that get in the way of launching that podcast, going on that date, going back to school, changing career paths, or leaving that relationship? How can we beat what procrastination station has held us to? Here's how. First of all, you are going to use peer pressure. Yes, I said it. You are going to use peer pressure. The only reason I actually followed through with launching the Kind Mind Project was because I told someone else I was going to do it. Because that way, I couldn't back out. I had skin in the game and someone looking to me to complete it. Perfection wasn't an option because the launch date was on the calendar and that person knew it. That was that. Done deal. I had someone else holding me to it. So we're going to use peer pressure. And I understand that peer pressure has this negative connotation to it. Think of it as a procrastination accountability buddy, right? Someone that that deeply cares about you, that wants this future goal for you, that's going to also hold you to it. It's a lot easier to not keep a commitment when I've only made that commitment to myself. But when I made that commitment to someone else and they knew that date was on the calendar, they were not going to let me fail. We are also going to beat this procrastination bullcrap by finding out why we are frozen. Again, call up a friend, someone that knows you well, and dig into it with them. Have them probe you until you feel like you've gotten to the root of it. I don't know why I haven't done it yet is not an excuse anymore. I want you to call up a friend that is not just going to let you end the conversation still as as stuck as you have been, but the one that know that you know is going to make you make you take your foot off the brake. Getting their perspective might just be what you need to get you the answers that you've been looking for, right? The people that deeply care about us in our lives, they have a lot more perspective that we don't use as often. So figure out why you're frozen. Call that person that you know is going to hold you to it, that you know is going to make you take that foot off the brake and get to the root of it. Why haven't I done this yet? I don't know is no longer an answer. And then pencil in some time for feedback. Schedule a time to follow up with that person, a time to check in and tell someone else outside of yourself how you've done. That workout you've been putting off, that program you've been wanting to start, put a date on the calendar and tell that friend your progress. That business you've been wanting to start, put a date on the calendar to present that person with an outline. That house you've been wanting to buy, a date on the calendar to present them with the savings you've accrued. When you have someone else, someone that cares about you, that is on the goal, your procrastination has someone else to answer to. Outside of yourself, that is the key to what made this podcast even occur. Dude, I swear to you, when I told someone else and I checked in with them continuously, I'm launching this podcast. I don't know how the hell to do it. I don't know the first thing about podcasting, but this is the date that it's going to launch. And that was it. Date was on the calendar. I had my accountability buddy and that was it. And last but not least... Ditch perfection. Ditch it. Throw it out the window. Adopt a mindset that is going to allow for action. If I walk around believing that all my ducks have to be in a row and everything has to be perfect, I am never going to take action. But 
if I come to terms with the messiness of that big project, that change or that opportunity weighing on my heart that I know I want to do, welcoming the twists and the turns and the imperfections are of trying something new, that is going to allow me to be in motion. That is going to allow me to be in motion. So adopt this mindset that is going to allow for action. Perfection is not, it's not going to be able to exist in this place of trying something new. Those two things cannot cohabitate. So which one do I want more? Am I going to sit here constantly chasing perfection, something that cannot be obtained? Or am I going to decide to get real messy and adopt that mindset of action and allow myself to get to that thing that I've wanted for so damn long? Which one is it going to be? Last tip I have for you when it comes to beating procrastination. This is on the really tactical level. I wanted to leave you with something that that you can put into action right now. Okay? And that is to adopt mantras that promote action and patience. We need a little bit of both, right? We need some action. We need some patience when it comes to doing that thing we've wanted to do. So I want you to find a saying that challenges that urge to put off taking that foot off the gas. Something that grabs your attention when you're wanting to back down. So here are a few that I've been playing with recently. Okay, here we go. Done is better than perfect. Progress, not perfection. Nothing works unless I do. One day, one step at a time. Feel the fear and do it anyway. What you do today can improve all of your tomorrows. There is no such thing as perfection, only improvement. I am not afraid to make mistakes. I embrace mistakes as learning opportunities. There is no such thing as failure, only learning. Do any of those stand out to you? I want you to try one on for size. Throw it on your mirror to read in the morning. Throw it on a post-it and put it in your car to read before work. Set it as your lock screen and give it to your procrastination buddy, right? Have it in their back pocket if they need it too to give you a good kick in the pants. This is something that I have been plastering all over my apartment recently. And something that I did when I first launched the Kind Mind Project too, I needed that call to my attention reminder that procrastinating and putting it off only puts off the results I'm wanting to get. Only puts off the the payoff that I'm hoping to find. And when I finally did that, finally did that, I was able to bring the Kind Mind Project to life. And now, tomorrow, can't believe that. (laughs) I'm going to bring a new project to life that I can't wait to share with you. But that was only because I started implementing some of these things. When I started feeling like, you know, no, I don't have all the answers or all my ducks are in a row or things aren't perfect. When I felt myself putting that toe on the brake, I started implementing some of these things to really remind myself that perfection is not going to be attainable. That I'm not going to have all the answers, but Google sure as hell is, right? So I want you to implement some of these things on that thing that you've been putting off. And I want to hear about it, okay? So slide on over to my DMs. Let me know how you're implementing this. If that post is going on a mirror, I want to see what really stuck with you. 
Maybe it's a different procrastination mantra that I haven't heard yet. Please share it with me. And before I forget, tomorrow, you better be back here. Because we have something huge to chat about together. Okay, go get out of procrastination station. It's not doing anything for you. All right? And I will talk to you tomorrow. I love you, honeyhead. I'll see you soon. Dude, thank you so much for including the kind mind and this weirdo in your journey. If you vibed with this episode, I would love to connect with you on social media. Go take your takeaways to your Instagram story and tag me so I can thank you for spreading a message that is near and dear to my heart. Thank you for letting me sit in the passenger seat of your personal growth journey. I want to hear about the mountains that you are moving. But until next time, stay kind to that mind, girlfriend. I'll talk to you soon.